Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back to another Friday episode. So wonderful to have you here. Thank you for joining me. Oh man, Friday, post-election. I'm just curious, how has your week been going? We had the lunar eclipse. We've had some intense little astrological bang-ups. Things have just been very interesting lately. And then, of course, the election, which as of today still hasn't been decided. And I guess we're just going to kind of see what happens. But there's been a lot. There's been a lot going on. A lot of action. It's just kind of wild, right? But I'm back here today on a Friday to answer one of your listener questions, a question that I am asked so often. But first, uh, just a reminder that first of all, make sure that you're on my email list. I've got big news coming. And second, if you are needing additional support right now, be sure to download the November Akashic Toolkit. It's seven bucks. You can get it, beautiful um, audio of the November Akashic Forecast, gorgeous little workbook with quite a few resources in there, journaling prompts, whole nine yards, plus an Akashic activation that is specifically for this month. And that activation is, knocks it out of the park. So um, it'll really help to stabilize you. It'll really work with the energy of November to push a lot of energy out that you've been needing to release. Specifically, I take you into the Akashic Records and we do a lot of karmic releasing. So it's been very cool to hear from a few of you who have downloaded it just in regards to your experiences and some of the things that you've been releasing. So it's a beautiful time to do this, especially as we're leading up towards the end of the year in the midst of the astrology that's happening this month. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, of course, you can find all the links in the show notes. Okay, so let's dive into today's question, which comes from Chelsea. She says, recently, I've been going through a deep spiritual awakening. However, my husband is in a completely different place and it's causing lots of friction in our relationship. I'm worried that we may eventually separate because of this. What should I do? I wanted to answer this question because I can't tell you how many times I have I have been asked this question in, in a number of different ways. I see it all the time with my clients in our Akashic sessions. I, it's, it's just something that really comes up a lot in the spiritual community, especially right now, because there are so many people on the planet who are waking up and, you know, obviously the younger generations, I think are just kind of more tapped in a bit more aware, a bit more conscious so it's a lot of the, you know, 30 plus population that's really starting to make some big transitions in life. You know, they're very similar to me in that a lot of them grew up in organized religion 
and they're making big shifts in their life. They're seeing things from a wider perspective. You know, a lot of them are just like going wild and all the, you know, the, the crystals and the tarot cards and all the things. And that's awesome. Um, but they're struggling in their relationships because their partners are not in equal footing. And so there's a lot of different dynamics that, you know, could be occurring with this. And um, fortunately, I actually wrote a blog about this on Valentine's Day of this year and shared a channeled Akashic message specifically about this topic. So I'm going to link um, to that blog in, in the show notes as well, because if this is you or if this is someone you know, I highly recommend reading it. It is just incredible. And definitely please share this podcast as well. Um, the first thing that I want to say is, you know, the I, I want to state the obvious that if you're in a, re- a relationship that is very toxic, that is um, abusive, that is any of those things, that's not what I'm talking about here at all, right? Um, the thing is, is that when we're in a relationship and one of us starts really shifting and opening up spiritually, it can cause a lot of friction because the energy shifts, the energy between two people and where they're at. And that energy in and of itself is really what is causing the friction. And then people are responding to that friction. So a really good example is I remember when I got certified for my um, my holy fire, my, my second level, uh, training. And, and she shared with me like, look, you know, this, this could cause some friction in your relationship because this is really going to bump you up. And, um, and she was so right. You go through this like sort of 30 day sort of detox thing when you get attunements with Reiki and, um, and it can really cause some big shifts across all the areas of your life, but especially with relationships, if your partner is not in the same space as you. The thing that's really important to remember is that relationships, people within relationships, you know, we're, we are constantly changing no matter what, whether we are spiritually awakening or not, we're changing because we're individuals. I think it's, you know, science says it's every seven years, our cells change so much that we are a completely different person every seven years, which is pretty wild to think about. So if you spend a lot of time with your partner, uh, you, you've experienced this before. I know in my own relationship, uh, we just celebrated six, six years, um, a few months ago and, and we have definitely gone through multiple shifts within our relationship, you know? some that were absolutely linked to my spiritual awakenings or the things that were coming into my life, but also just because we're being together for a longer period of time. This is my longest relationship to date. And I've never been with someone, you know, to go through kind of the the ups and downs of life, to kind of see them going through their own cycles, their own growth patterns, you know, having to deal with like changing jobs, you know, family stuff, friend stuff, like relationship stuff. Dynamics are always changing in a relationship. And if they're not, then <laughs> that's a separate problem, but, but something to be concerned about. But my point just being is that just because you are going through a spiritual awakening or, or this is something that you're experiencing and your partner is not, is not a negative thing. And I think that's important for us to look at first and foremost, right? We have to realize that 
Everyone is on their own path when it comes to their spirituality, period. You came into your path naturally and in your own timing. And in that, we have to give that space to the person that we're in relationship with. And that's really what it's all about, you know? And it's not easy. It's not because especially in the beginning of a spiritual awakening, you know, that first like year, year and a half, man, you're just like, you know, you want to try all the things you want to do all the things you want to talk about it nonstop. And if you can't do this with your partner, then that can be really frustrating. But you know, there's, and, and there's some real variables there too, right? Um, the things that you should be most paying attention to in regards to that, um, well, first of all, is just understanding that that's normal, okay? That is normal, and and we can't judge our partner for that because that's not fair to them, you know? Um, if they were maybe to change something that happened overnight and, and we didn't change with them, we wouldn't want them to judge us for that, right? Like if they decided, oh, I'm getting in shape, I'm changing my diet, I'm doing all the things, and they were like, this is where I'm at, I need to do this for myself, we wouldn't feel good if they were like, now you need to do the same thing. Well, why aren't you taking better care of yourself? Or why aren't you, you know what I mean? That would not feel good. That would create a lot of friction. And so we need to give them the space to do things on their own. We need to really stay focused on ourselves, focused on our own path, focused on the things that we're doing and cultivate a community outside of our relationship in which to support us in this growth. You know, there's this idea out there that um, Ezra Perel, she she works with couples. Uh, she's a therapist. She's phenomenal. If you aren't aware of who she is, highly recommend looking into her. But she talks about how like, you know, back in the day, couples came together you know, usually it was a business contract, but couples came together primarily to have babies. But now when couples come together, man, your partner like needs to be everything. You know, that's like what we think, right? Like they got to be your best friend. They got to be your, your, your hot, sexy partner. They got to be fun. They got to be someone you could talk to. Like they got to be all these things. And we really lose sight of realizing or seeing the things that they bring into the relationship. You know, what are their strengths? What do they provide that adds to your life? And really focus on those things instead of, are they in the same place with me? Are they giving me the same thing? Are they being all this stuff to me? No, we need to take that upon ourselves to go out, find our community, even if it's just online for a while. I had this one client I was working with and she was constantly talking about needing this community and her husband wasn't able to provide that for her. And she reached out to me recently. It was like, Anna, I finally found it. And I was so happy to hear that from her because I've been in that position too, you know, it within my own relationship over the past several years, because I have changed so much, so much since the beginning of 2019. And there have been multiple times where my partner and I, there, there was a lot of this stress and a lot of this friction because I was wanting him to be that person in my life who could do all these things with me. And I was getting frustrated because he couldn't. And I was getting frustrated because he wasn't also doing things in his life. And there were all these things coming up in my mind like, well, is this really the person for me? Is this really in alignment for me? Is this really what I want? You know what I mean? And those are good questions to ask yourself. Absolutely. Take, take time with those questions. 
But at the same time, I think it's really important to go back to the beginning of the relationship. What were some of the things that drew you into this person? What do they provide for you? What do they give you? You know, my partner, one of the greatest things that he has offered me since the beginning of our relationship is support and not just support, but like, like full arms open wide, like, like blinded support almost like I could freaking decide tomorrow that I want to become a professional kite flyer, if that's a thing, (laughs) and he would fully support it. And so over the past couple of years, as my life from marketing CEO, um, agency owner has shifted into spiritual guide, podcaster, you know, like all the stuff I'm doing, he, his faith in me has not wavered. Yes, of course he's had questions, but oh my gosh, what, what a beautiful thing to have in your life. Someone who always supports you. And what's really cool is he doesn't just like support me from a distance. Like he asks me questions about it. He's excited with me. He like wants to know what I'm doing. Sometimes he engages in some meditations or some of the practices with me. Um, He does meditate on a daily basis. So that's kind of his, his spiritual thing. But my point is being that like, that's a huge thing to have. You know, it doesn't take you long to be out in the real world to realize like, Having a partner who truly supports you and accepts you, especially when you make such a huge shift, that that doesn't that's that doesn't happen often, you know. Um, and I really had to come to realize that me wanting him to be someone that he is not, and me wanting to push him was really unfair for me. Really unfair for me. I needed to give him space to be on his own journey, on his own path. And, you know, I had to come to the realization, like, well, I had to get honest with myself. Like, do I need this in my partner? Because if it's a need that you have, like, I need my partner to be able to share these things with me. I know this, this is not just about me. Like, I need this. Then that's totally fair, right? That's that's something for you to get clear on. But for me, what I realized is what's most important for me is to find someone that, that, that supports me, that believes in me, that wants to know about my life, that is interested in my life, that is interested in the things that I'm doing, you know? And yeah, maybe there is a guy out there who could like do all the things with me, but he would have his own things that I didn't like, right? Like, I don't know, maybe he wouldn't because he'd be on so much on his spiritual path that he wouldn't be as interested in mine, right? Um, I share this with you because it's like, there are pros and cons to everything. And we really need to be careful when we start judging other people for where they're at in life. Now, I think it is important to evaluate your relationship and to evaluate how your partner is reacting to what's going on. I think for a lot of people out there making such a big shift, especially if you're coming from religion, uh, organized religion or something of that nature where your partner really saw you as something different, there might be that period of friction that happens on the other, you know, in the midst of it while things are kind of opening up and, and things are kind of shifting. 
paying attention to how your partner treats you in the midst of it, right? Paying attention to, does your partner belittle you or belittle your interests or belittle the things that are important to you? You know, are they just flat out not interested in you? Do they not care about you to ask questions about what's going on? Do they support you or no, right? Are they telling you that what you're doing is wrong and da, 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 da. Those are all things to take into consideration. And, you know, only you can decide whether or not that is something that you can live with. You really have to pay attention to those things because what's most important, whether we are talking about a spiritual shift within a relationship or not, is we always need to do our best to be clear on what we want. Always, always, always. And when there is friction and we start questioning our relationship, we need to come back to that and say, okay, what is it that I want? What is going on here? What am I not getting? And then we present that to our partner. And then our partner either chooses to, you know what I mean? Like whatever, however our partner reacts is information for us to then make another decision. And that's really what I want to most share with you in regard to this. Like, let's not judge other people for where they're at. Let's not require them to be all the things for us. Let's give them space. Within a true partnership, within a true union, we are given space to grow and evolve on our own time, and they are given that as well. That is just... That is just having respect, you know, for someone else's path. And just the last thing that I want to say real quick here is that energetic shift that does happen within a relationship, it will calm down. It will level out. You will feel these peaks and valleys. And I mean, I got to tell you that like 30 days after my second, you know, Reiki attunement, there were like two times when I was like, this is not going to work. This is flat out not going to (laughs) work. Thankfully, I had some much wiser, calmer people in my life to be like, Anna, let's talk about this and to really help me to turn that around and realize that, you know, to really see what I do have in my relationship. And, you know, outside of getting really clear on what you want in a relationship, the thing I would most recommend to do is to make a list of all the things that your partner does bring to the table, what they provide for you, how they make your life better. And if you struggle with that list, that's information for you too. All right, folks, I hope that this was helpful to you. Again, I'm going to be putting that link to the blog with the Akashic reading about this topic as well. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Please share this episode with anyone who could benefit from it. Please rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, you know the deal. And sign up for the email list for podcast updates, helpful resources. Come hang out. Come hang out. Enjoy your weekend. Sending you so much love. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.